Welcome to Just Like Magic with Hannah Noel. I'm your host, Hannah, and I'm a business alignment leader here to lead you back to your magic to create a sustainable and profitable business. Your magic never left you, and by being here, you're proving to yourself how worthy you are of incredible wealth. After increasing my income by three times in three months, I found my passion in helping women define and create success for them. This podcast is a spirituality-based business podcast where we are focusing on starting and growing businesses. We'll be exploring spiritual resources to use in our pursuit of freedom and flexibility in business. I'll be joined by experts in business and spirituality as we go on this exploration together. You are worthy, you are loved, and it's time to create massive abundance, just like magic. Welcome back, everybody, to Just Like Magic with Hannah Noel. I'm your host, and I have a special guest that I'm very excited to introduce. So before I bring her on, let me just introduce Maria really quick. Maria Yakumchuk is a transformational EFT coach. And if you don't know what EFT is, we're going to tell you all about it (laughs) because it has really just helped me in a lot of ways. And Maria and I actually connected on a podcast guest Facebook group. It's like so random, but um, we're both in this group where people get together to have guests or to be guests on podcasts. And I, I made a post and I had dozens and dozens, I think it's up to like 50 comments or something now. And Maria just, you know, you really stood out to me. Like, I, I think EFT is fascinating and I really felt called to bring you on. Um, so I'm excited to get into this conversation and I would love for you to just come out and introduce yourself and, you know, tell us about what you do or whatever it is you feel like sharing this morning. Oh, thank you, Hannah Noel. Uh, I am so honored to be on your podcast and to get this opportunity to share with your listeners about EFT because, yeah, I also think it's a wonderful modality and I love it. I love using it on myself. I love bringing it to my clients, my friends, my family, like even my dog, everybody. (laughs) I've used it on everyone and everyone always comes out being very happy. So, yeah, as Hannah Noel said, I am a transformational EFT coach. I focus primarily on moms and I focus on depression and anxiety, whether it's depression and anxiety that you have lived with your whole entire life, or if it's something that's spurred after giving birth. So postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety. Um, I'm a mom myself. I have two kids. I have two boys. One is four. The other one's almost seven. So, and I have a little doggy. So we have a very full house, full life, lots of things happening, lots of stress. So, and I have found EFT to be very helpful with a lot of that. Um, I also have a master's degree in psychology and I love bringing my knowledge in psychology together with EFT when I help my patients who are overcoming any sort of trauma or things from childhood that they've never even realized was affecting them now. And so I believe that putting my knowledge in psychology together with my knowledge with EFT has been creating great results for everybody that has been that I've gotten a chance to use this on. Yeah, I love that. I have seen so many times like traditional therapy or traditional psychology, you know, paired with EFT or um, breath work, you know, like more somatic practices like Mm -hmm. seeing those work together have been really cool in my life and, you know, my clients and friends' lives. Um, 
So yeah, I love that. I don't think I knew that you also had a degree in psychology. So what a nice little surprise. I love when the two come together because then it, I feel like it just kind of validates all of it, you know, validates both sides. So um, I would love to start. Okay. First of all, you said EFT on your dog. I want to touch on that really quickly because I did not know you could do EFT on, on animals. So maybe, maybe why don't you first explain a little bit more of what EFT is so then everyone understands and then go into what that looks like, because I have a dog who is anxious, like she's afraid of everything. And if I could do EFT on her, I would be like that. That's incredible. So yeah, yeah I'll hand it over to you to go through some of that. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, so EFT is exactly what you were saying, Noel. It is a somatic therapy because we're using the body in order to affect our thoughts, emotions, and sensations because they're all interconnected. And um, what we usually do is it's kind of like acupressure, except then just pressing on the points, you're tapping on them. So you're getting like a resonance on the points, which is great. You're using the meridians, the same meridians you would use in acupuncture and acupressure. And what's interesting is that those meridian channels are basically our autonomic nervous system channels. They're one and the same. Um, you know, in Western medicine, you don't really talk about this, that you know, Eastern medicine is really based in our bodies and what's going on in our bodies. But yes, our meridians are autonomic nervous system. And our autonomic nervous system is incredibly important because it helps, well, not helps, but it controls our digestion, breathing, heartbeat, basically our us being alive, right? Yeah. It controls our stress response, the fight, flight, or freeze, which is the things that we struggle with the most because when we have depression, chances are we're stuck in freeze mode. When we're having anxiety, we're usually stuck in the fight or flight mode, which means one, one part of our nervous system is being overactive. Mm. And so what EFT does, because we are uh, directly using our hands to touch our nervous system through our body, we're allowing our body to calm down. So A, we're sending our body this message of this is a time to calm down. We can calm down. We can relax. You don't have to be so stressed. And then we pair that with specific words. Usually with EFT, you tap on what's called the negative. So you're saying the problem that's that's at hand, right? Like you were saying, your dog is really nervous. If you're tapping on being really nervous or having a lot of anxiety, you would, as you're tapping, saying that even though I have this anxiety, I love, accept, and forgive myself. And then with each point, you're going to say this anxiety, like this anxiety feels overwhelming. Like my chest feels like it's too tight. My, my world is closing in on me. Basically bring in whatever you're kind of feeling. And so we're saying on the negative while tapping, and what that does for our nervous system is it allows us to experience those negative emotions in a safe environment. It is oh. now re-experiencing them instead of in this danger, danger, fight or flight. We're experiencing them in this calm, safe environment where our nervous system is being tapped on. It's being calmed down and soothed. And our body basically gets the signal of like, oh, maybe this isn't so scary. Maybe I can let it go. So that's sort of 
yeah, that's sort of like in a nutshell how EFT works and why it works so well and so fast is because we're accessing the body. A lot of our trauma, our emotions, all of it is stored in our body. And we've been getting a lot of that trauma research in the last decade, realizing that while talk therapy is great, it has its place. It helps with a lot of things. One thing it hasn't really been good for is trauma. Like, mm. uh, and especially when you have studies with PTSD with patients, Talk therapy and medicine has proven to be highly ineffective. You can't get people with PTSD to really overcome it. That's why we have a lot of newer so-called therapies, right? Somatic therapy, EMDR, things that actually access our body in order to process trauma because trauma sits in different parts of our bodies. And when I work with people, we, you know, I like to know where they're having aches and pains because that's also a clue to me what might be going on, what are they storing where, because each part of our body corresponds to a different trauma. Yeah. Yeah. That totally makes sense. When I first started, when I first learned about EFT, I think it was the second time I did it. I did it for pain in my lower back and mm -hmm. it was gone. Like with one, with one time it was gone and it did come back, you know, a couple of days later or whatever, but I was shocked that just laying in bed, doing the tapping, it, it went away. I, yeah. I was like, this is literally ma like magic. Like, how did this, how did this happen? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've had the same things. I've had a lot of like shoulder pain. I go to Cairo religiously. And despite going to my chiropractor religiously and him fixing me every single time, I get certain parts of my body that really lock up. Right. Like I will, you mentioned uh lower back pain. I will have to say when I was in the throes of my postpartum depression, my lower back was killing me. Like I couldn't, I couldn't walk for more than probably a few minutes before it would seize up and it would hurt so much. But as I've been working on it with EFT and kind of processing the trauma and I cleared out my postpartum depression, that lower back pain, I only have it if my body's out of alignment and like my hip is higher than the other because I stepped <laughs> wrong or, you know, I'm in my thirties. I just stood up in my back, <laughs> you know? So. Oh my gosh. I, I turned 30, um, in January, which actually this podcast may be coming out after my birthday, but anyway, my birthday is in January and I have been hearing so many stories of that. <laughs> I've been hearing, it's funny. I hear stories that the 30 people's thirties are the best decade of their life, but I also hear that that's when all the aches and pains and, and the heartburn and the indigestion, like all those, all those things pop in. So I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm looking forward to some things and not looking forward to other things maybe, but it's fine. <laughs> it is. It's kind of funny. I mean, I, I attribute some of it to having kids, right? Like little yeah. kids, it's very physical. You run around. It's just a big output. But yeah, there's something after you turn 30 that you're just like, what happened to my body? <laughs> I know my best friend, as soon as she turned 30, it was like, she couldn't stay up past 930 or 10 at night. Like she you know, in the morning woke up with back pain. Like it was like, she just fell apart for a year or so and she's getting back on track now. But well, yeah, that was hilarious. Anyway. Okay. So, um, can you briefly explain how it works on animals? How do you do EFT on animals? So there's two ways of doing it on animals. You can go directly tapping on them like you would on a person. Um, uh, I usually did along the spine because 
having similar points to us like head is okay but around their eyes or their nose like most of your pets are not going to be okay <laughs> with it so what I usually did as I started at the top of the head and just kind of moved maybe about an inch to two inches and just went all the way down their spine to the base of their tail wherever they would allow me um, to mm. tap because yeah. I at the time when I started I had two different dogs one was very I, he's very tolerant of whatever I do to him the other not so much and the one who was more nervous like there are points that he didn't like so I would yeah. skip those because you know he's not comfortable um, and so I would tap and say things like you know your dog has anxiety right like I would say even though uh, I'm super anxious. I know my mommy loves me, right? Or Aww. I know I'm a good dog, right? Like with dogs and kids, you make it cute and yeah. something a little simpler, right? And you keep it very simple, like my anxiety, my fear, I'm really stressed out. Um, and so you can go that way. You can directly tap on your dog. Another way is called surrogate tapping, which is where you're going to tap on yourself, Mm. But you're going to say, I am this dog. You're going to you're gonna use the points that you would use for yourself. But you're going to say, I am my dog's name and I'm tapping for my dog. And then you're going to repeat the same things that you would say, even though I am, you know, my dog's name is Bam Bam. I'm going to say, even though I'm Bam Bam and I'm really scared, you know, I know mommy loves me. Or even though I'm Bam Bam and I'm really nervous right now, or I'm so scared mommy's going to leave the house, right? Because a lot of them have separation anxiety. Yeah. Um, I know that mommy will come back and she still loves me. And then you just tap it on yourself and um, you basically, uh, that's what's called surrogate tapping is when you tap on yourself for somebody else. And you can do the gonna, same for, for kids too. Yeah, I was going to say, I could see that working. I was going to ask like if that would work for kids too, because yeah. I know my daughter, I, and I think this is very common with a lot of kids right now coming out of the pandemic, you know, especially for those who didn't go to school in person for so long mm -hmm. because of it, I know my daughter um, developed a separation anxiety. And I, I, I've heard so many stories of that happening for other kids also. Um, mm -hmm. So I can really see like doing that. I never, I did not know that you could, <laughs> I didn't know you could do like a surrogacy type of EFT. So I'm definitely going to be implementing that for us to make, you know, make things easier for <laughs> <laughs> for them yeah and it makes it easier because like for example like I try to do it for my sons neither one of them wants to sit for it they'll yeah. like let me maybe tap like one or two times and then he's like oh I'm bored I don't want you touching me I don't like this right so yeah. I can't really tap for him on him but what I do is when I go to sleep I try to before I go to sleep I'll allocate like five ten minutes to sort of clear my own stress of the day out so I'm a little feeling better and then I'll dedicate another five ten minutes tapping on issues that have to do with him so I will say I am my son's name and I am tapping for this yeah and again just like with the dog like the ending statements that I bring in is I know mom loves me or I know mom and dad love me I know I'm a good boy or like I'm a good <laughs> listener things like that so whereas in for adults we bring in that I love accept and forgive myself for kids dogs I mean they're not really in that that's yeah <laughs> yeah it's a little cuter and simpler I guess you could say yeah yeah and, and so if you're yeah and if your child is willing to do with you that with you yeah you want to keep it as simple and as cute as possible because you want them to at least understand what they're saying <laughs> right oh my gosh I could see myself trying to like if I tried to say something that I would say to myself my daughter would be like what are you talking even though she's 10 <laughs> she would still be like what are you talking about yeah. <laughs> or she might say like this is weird <laughs> or something you know so yeah. 
having it simple is super helpful. And listeners, what we're going to do, um, we'll have something connected to this in the show notes where it's a, a bit more of a like actual demonstration of how to do it. Um, I know I have seen different versions of EFT as far as where to tap or what order to tap in. I don't know if if that's just people making stuff up. Like, is there a traditional way to do it or is it kind of open to interpretation? Like what's going so on? It, it is open to interpretation, like depending on who you went to to learn it from, different people do it differently. Uh, my teacher followed Gary Craig's uh who is the founder of EFT, she mm -hmm. followed his um, method the mm -hmm. most. So like, I think the way I do it is more traditional with how Gary Craig did it. Okay. But different people do it differently. And the cool part about it is actually it doesn't truly matter the order. So like, if you do it differently, nothing's gonna happen. Like that order isn't set in stone, which is kind of nice about EFT. You could watch somebody do it differently. Uh, than somebody else and still get results. It's all about the fact that you're still getting those points and that's all that really matters. Mm -hmm. uh, when I do demonstrations, I do what is called the basic recipe, which is sort of the short version. And that's the part that involves the karate chop point, your head point, the eyebrow point, side of the eye, under the eye, under the nose, your chin point, your clavicle and under the arm. Mm. that's called the basic recipe that's from Gary Craig from his website this is like the simplest shortest version mm. uh and then when I work with people I I use the long form EFT which is where we bring in the hand points oh. as well where we bring in every finger in there and then we do a procedure called the nine gamut procedure which is in here and that also brings in a little bit of it borrows from EMDR because we're doing some eye movement as well oh. and and that I reserve for, you know, when I work with people for deeper healing, for trauma and things like that. But for usually when we do demonstration or if we do group, we usually do short form because otherwise it's just too much and too long. Yeah. Yeah. I've learned it the the short form way that you're talking about with the, yeah. the face and the um, clavicle and under the yeah. arm and yeah. the karate chop thing. <laughs> yeah. That's 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 how I've learned too and you know like I said the the second time I did it the back pain like went away and other times I've done it it's like I've been super 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 stressed about whatever thing it was that I was stressed about and how this person taught me to do it is to start with um on a scale of one to ten like how deeply you're feeling stressed or or, you know, doubtful or whatever, whatever negative it is, negative feeling that you're feeling, how strongly you're feeling it with a 10 being like, I am so stressed. I will never get out of this stress sort of level. And one being nothing. So she taught me, um, to start there, like ask yourself that do a round of tapping and reevaluate again, if it's gone down. And she said, just keep doing it until you get down to three or under. She said, I really recommend like one, but at least a three or under. Is that something that you do too? Is that? Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly how I do it with uh, every time that we sit down is yeah, you use what's called a suds, which is the uh, subjective unit of distress scale is what you described the one oh. to 10. It's actually zero to 10, even though I also when I speak about it, I also say one to 10, we really want it to no, be a zero. zero. One yeah. means there's still 
tiny bit left but I also yeah. say it as one to ten I don't know why it's no it's funny you saying that now she that's how she said yeah she said zero to ten too but I forgot about the zero I mean I, I forget it too all the time whenever I talk to my clients I'm also like I say one to ten don't know why but yeah <laughs> ten being the worst zero being like I'm done I'm over this I'm not feeling it and yeah so I do um I ask them to rate it we put the number down just so we have sort of a reference point of like how bad is it at the moment we do depending on how bad it is I usually do one to two uh rounds of tapping before mm -hmm. I check in usually two yeah um and then I ask them to check in and see you know has it gone down has it stayed the same has it gone up has it moved because the thing is with pain a lot of the times it can move from one part of the body to the other oh. and then you have to keep sort of chasing it it's sort of like your body wants to get rid of it but it's not ready to let go yeah. of it yet and so it'll like move around your body before it's ready to come out so and I actually, I've actually experienced that I'm I'm doing EMDR trauma therapy right now and I actually experienced that in the first session it wasn't even pain thankfully but it was tension I felt it mm -hmm. at first in my shoulders and then it went down yeah. to my legs it was so bizarre mm -hmm. and then yeah. it went back up to my head and yeah, that was, that was a, an experience for sure. Yeah. Well, that's when I work with my clients who present mostly with anxiety, that's exactly what uh, I've seen the most. And I've seen that in myself too. Like I would ask them like, where are you feeling the anxiety? The most typical places I hear are chest, right? Yeah. Neck and shoulders. Those are the most typical places where we carry anxiety. And I've had clients who would report that yes and now it's down in my hips now I feel it in my hips yeah. and then we'll tap on it and they're like nope it's stuck there and then it's like oh it moved to my legs and then something else popped up and it's now I'm feeling my shoulders and things like that and I had the same experiences too a lot of the times when I'm like really stressed it sort of moves around my upper part at some point it's in my chest at some point it's in my throat then now it's in my back and now we're kind of ready to let it go. So yeah, like it does take multiple rounds of tapping. It's very rare that you have something you tapped once and you're like, poof, gone. It <laughs> happens, but that's not usually the case. Typically the recommended, like at home when you're doing it by yourself, 10 to 15 minutes before you see a real difference. Yeah. So you might see movement, right? But you're not likely if you're at a nine within one round to get to zero. You yeah. can, sometimes it happens, but not likely. It would usually take you probably about 10, 15 minutes to get from that nine to a zero, but you might get from a nine to a five in one round. Mm -hmm. That That's perfectly possible. And that's what I've, so that's what I've experienced. If, you know, when it's higher, the eight or nine, it, it drops pretty significantly the first round down to like mm -hmm. a five, let's say. And then I have to do like, you know, three or four more rounds for it to get down to a, a zero or one, yep. which I thought is interesting. It's like, I release so much of it the mm -hmm. first time. And then it's like really taking its time to get through the rest of it. But um, yeah, man, the relief that I felt both like physically and emotionally and everything it's, I sleep when I do it at night, I sleep so much better. It's like mm -hmm. everything that I'm dealing with is just like, like lifted off my shoulders and I've given it away and it's released. And yeah. it's, I mean, that sort of, that's just such a huge benefit for me. Um, but I would love to talk about a couple things. First of all, how does this benefit our businesses for business owners? How does tapping make, make their life easier, make their business easier, make it more successful? Like what's, how can we use it to help us in business? Yeah. So in business, especially entrepreneurial businesses, right? 
I think a lot of times when we start our businesses, we all of a sudden realize how many fears and limiting beliefs we have and how we are unable to do certain things. A lot of us have these limiting beliefs about money and accepting money. Uh, others have issues with speaking their truth. Somebody else feels like I'm not good enough. Who's going to buy my stuff? Like, why are they going to look at me? Right. So like when we come into this entrepreneurial listeners, space really quick, I have to interrupt you because I just want the listeners to know that I have dealt with all of those. <laughs> I think yeah, I, mean, I don't know too. an entrepreneur that hasn't. So yes. if you're in that place, just know that I have gone through each and every one of those and it's perfectly okay. <laughs> yep. I'm still okay. going through a lot of it. Cause for me, like the business, the business side of it is a little newer. So I'm also like working through a lot of this ingrained stuff that's sitting in me that's making it hard to move on with business right yeah. like and a lot of my clients who sometimes come in for um even when you have somebody come in for business related thing when you start getting under it it's rarely about business it's not mm -hmm. about business it's about those beliefs that we have um taken on through our life because you know by accident, our mom or dad said something that's just sad in us. Like, oh, you're yep. irresponsible with money. Boom. Registered in their head is sitting there forever. Yep. Or our teacher said, oh, you're stupid, right? That yeah. one time they said something stuck in your head, your body now functions off of it. So when we really go down, like, like, you know, this is a person I'm having trouble with my business, you know, I'll ask them, like, what is it? Like, um, one of my recent clients we were working on she was feeling like she couldn't speak her truth. Like she felt really blocked in being able to express her opinions. And when we really went down, it really had nothing to do with her business. It was sitting in something that was happening in childhood. Yeah. And once we cleared that up, she all of a sudden, the things just started going. She started writing things, even things that she a week ago would have thought, oh, they're controversial. What if they offend somebody? I can't put that out. She went and did it and she started creating more things because, you know, a lot of our limiting beliefs, they are from something in the past and it may not have been anything malicious or traumatic and nobody even meant to hurt you with, with those things. But our body registered at a certain way, because when we're kids, we take everything personally, everything is about us, the world revolves around us. And so we pick up these messages that were maybe were meant to be received a different way, but we didn't. And then when we work through them, we all of a sudden see who we are. We see where the fear was. And once we let go of our fear, we're then more able to create better in business, feel more open to money, feel more open to opportunities, feel less scared about offending other people and you know, being not liked by all. I think that's a big one for all of us. We go in and want to be liked by everybody. That's never going to happen, right? <laughs> um, so yeah. once you release all that underneath, which you can do with EFT, then you all of a sudden are seeing that, oh, I can do so much more in my business. I'm so much freer and so much more successful. Wow. Yeah, no, I love that. And I have, I feel like we all go through the stages of going through that with every time we do something different or big in our business, you know, like anytime I've pivoted or anytime I've like raised something to the next level or raised my prices or whatever, I go through all those same, all those same feelings. Like, oh, people have paid me this much for this long, but are they like, why would they pay me this? Like, you know, like you just start, you go through that, yeah. all those doubts because of the things that happened in childhood. And that's something I've totally realized too, is that the, 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 
weight or the burden or the stress or et cetera, the limiting beliefs have nothing to do with business. Actually, <laughs> they, <laughs> they have to do just about everything with my childhood. Um, so for, for the business owner who is kind of in that place, maybe they're feeling some of those things. Maybe they think it does have to do with their business. Where would they start? What would you suggest? Well, I would suggest writing it all out. So this is something that I did when we um, I started my certification program. One of the first assignments that we did was called a personal peace procedure. And what we did is essentially write out a hundred of our problems, starting from the time that you could remember yourself as a baby up until now, like things that are the biggest problems. Not necessarily saying you need to write a hundred things, but think of it this way, maybe 20 things. Maybe you think of 20 things that are the biggest issue in your life right now as it pertains to business or maybe even if it doesn't pertain to business right like our, our personal lives affect our business lives as well but 20 things that are the biggest hurdle for you right now write them all out so you have an inventory so you can take a look at like where am I having the biggest issue and then sort of look at it and see what category does it fall into? Is it, you know, self-esteem related? Is it related to your relationship with money? Is it related to the fact that, you know, you're scared of offending somebody or leaving somebody out? Is it the fact that you're worried that you won't be able to deliver? Is it the fact that you feel like you're a fraud, which pretty much everybody who starts out a new <laughs> business, we all feel that no matter how much, you know, knowledge and letters we have behind our name, when we just start out where we feel like we're a fraud, right? Yeah. So you want to take stock of all of those so that you know what you have going on. And then after that, start working on each piece, maybe pick one that if you had to rate it on one to 10, like this one is a 10, right? Maybe rate them, which one is a 10 versus which one is a five and start working on the 10. Because when you start clearing out the most kind of uh, the one that jumps out the most that you feel like it's really dragging you down, the other ones you might be able to clear kind of along the way. So yeah. you want to sort of jump over your biggest hurdle. <laughs> yeah, that's such good advice. And I know I've heard other people say like, to start with the ones that will create the most like ripple effect yes. in, you know, in, in your life and in your business, like what you said with the ones that are strongest, like the chances mm -hmm. of those, once you clear that those ones, the chances of the other ones going down is, is big because I, I think it just provides for me, at least it has provided confidence and trust in myself. And it's just allowed me to see my worth and see my value that I bring. Like it, it has really helped me overcome all of those, all of those feelings of unworthiness and not, not knowing enough. Like I know that took me some time to really work through is, you know, you see these, I'm a business coach and you see all these business coaches out there talking about their wild success or how they work three hours a week or like all these things that are really impressive that a lot of people strive for that, you know, a lot of them I haven't hit yet. And I was comparing myself so much feeling like I had to have these, you know, $20,000 months or whatever in order to teach someone how to start a business. And I, I finally realized one day and it came with EFT because I was sitting there like doing EFT for not being good enough. And yeah. I realized like, wait a second, I only have to be one or two steps in front of someone else to teach mm -hmm. them something. I don't need to know all the answers. I just need to be able to show someone how do you, how do you decide 
Like it started with me, just how do you decide what you're going to do for business? And then it grew to how do you market this business? How do you make money? And all of that, you know, along the way, one point or another, it all went back to EFT because I was able to really clear that I'm not good enough belief that I was holding on to. And um, yeah, it's just, that's why when I saw you comment that you did EFT, I was like, oh my gosh, we have to talk about how exactly this works. Cause I didn't even, I didn't even know how it worked. Like I didn't realize it had, it was similar to like the acupressure, acupuncture, like hitting those points. I just knew that it did work because <laughs> yeah. I had, I had randomly heard it from someone somewhere and I was like, well, I might as well try it. And so to understand why it works and the actual science behind it is super, super cool. Like I, I love learning that piece of it so that you, um, you know, then you have some, I guess, confidence in it, or you can at least have some belief in it so that you know that hopefully it'll work for you. Well, so here's the one thing that I do like about it, that it's, it get it gets presented in different ways. You can go the metaphysical route with it and get very far with it in that regard. Like my teacher comes from a very metaphysical background in it. Mm-hmm. I'm not as... I don't know. I don't want to say woo woo, but sort of. I'm not <laughs> as woo woo about it. I sort of try to bring it back. Like, so if I had to use my psychology knowledge, like in the mainstream, what does this, you know, what does it rest on? And the thing is, it is a, a therapy, a somatic therapy. And so the cool part is, you don't actually have to believe in it to work. It'll still work because <laughs> we're working on the body, right? Like, we're actually we're bypassing our conscious mind into our subconscious, right? Yeah. That's the cool part. We're affecting our amygdala. We are resetting our nervous system response, and we don't have to believe in it. It just works, right? It's kind of like the same as like I'm thirsty, I drink. It's the same thing, which is yeah. kind of which is what I like about it the most because I think when sometimes we talk about manifestation or mindset work, right? Like people are like, eh, I don't know if I believe in it. I don't know if I can do this, right? This doesn't function in the belief. This will work regardless because your system is like, oh, okay, I'm clearing, right? Like something's happening. I'm safe. I can let go and take in that big breath, which is oh. what I like about it. That it's like, there are, and there are studies that support um, how it works, how it works in cortisol level, how it works on reducing anxiety, There's hopefully be more coming down the pipe. Like so far, there hasn't been that many, but whatever studies they have done, they do see a response in the brain in sort of our, there's a physiological response to this therapy, which is kind of how we know it does work. Yeah. I love that you brought that up. So for those of you that may be skeptical on how just tapping different parts of your, your body can work, just know it. You don't have to believe in it. Like I, I never heard that before either. So like, I think that's such a cool such a cool takeaway to know like okay just try it like what are you mm-hmm. gonna lose? what are you gonna lose by trying it you exactly. know there are no side effects to it like you are not gonna hurt yourself by doing this like unless you tap on yourself really aggressively which I don't <laughs> recommend for anybody unless you like like stab your eyeball or something <laughs> yeah which we don't recommend <laughs> like don't do it it's not about how hard you tap it's just about the fact that you're stimulating your nervous system but like even personally when I started with EFT I was super skeptical I had no idea what it was and I was also came at it like how is that going to help like I'm gonna tap on places where I get like acupuncture and it's gonna do something but then you do it and you're like it does work because you know our subconscious mind doesn't have as many of these notions predetermined notions about how 
oh this is a whole lot of crap and like it's woo woo and witchy or something else right like it's none of that you're simply working on your body and working on your um autonomic nervous system we all have one Mm -hmm. um it is a very important part of our body (laughs) and for those of us who are super stressed like our autonomic nervous system is not functioning at its optimal level like most Mm -hmm. of us are not functioning there so and I would say I would say the last couple years have just made that even more prevalent (laughs) oh absolutely (laughs) yeah well the pandemic like screwed all of us over (laughs) significantly right like if you weren't in fight or flight before the pandemic you definitely are in it after yeah a lot of us are still in it because there's so much uncertainty things are different things are harder than they were before the pandemic so having a tool that you can use at home for just stress reduction right Mm-hmm. it is incredible right and then if you need deeper healing you go and you work with somebody like me because you know deeper healing happens better when you're doing it with somebody else because that person can keep you safe and then your body is even more ready to let go like I've personally found that some of my heavier issues I couldn't clear it myself but when I worked with other students and other practitioners is when I finally started to get things moving because my body finally felt safe and felt held, which is what it needed mm-hmm. by this other person. And I don't mean help physically, like all yeah. of this is done virtually, but <laughs> like they were holding that space for me and I felt safe. And that's where I had the biggest movement. And then I could go and tap myself and clear out the rest of the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So for those of, for those people who are just going to start experimenting with it, how often do you recommend it be done? I mean, you can do it daily. You could do daily, like 10 minute sessions. Um, That's how I started. I think I, um, for my, for some of my assignments, I would have like, you know, a half hour session. Sometimes it's intense. Like the longer sessions, when you really get into the deep stuff, they're intense physically. So it's, you know, you might not want to start there, but 10 minute sessions daily, I mean, multiple times a day, if you want, like I've, when I had times when I was really stressed out, I could have, you know, something stressful happened and I had a f- five minutes while I'm driving to do it. I would just do it with like, you know, one hand on the steering wheel, the other hand tapping on just my head, right? <laughs> to calm that's, myself down. That's really a good point. Who I learned it from said that too. Like you can do it while driving or she also, she gets really bad um, flying anxiety mm-hmm. and oh, traveled all that. over the world but she does it every time she gets on a plane because Mm -hmm. she gets so anxious being on the plane. Yeah. That's such a good point. You can do it anywhere at any time. Yeah. You can do it anywhere. You're at your doctor's office, sit there, tap. If you're really nervous, like I'm a super nervous, uh, dentist patient, like, Mm -hmm. you know, jump out of your seat nervous. And so, yeah, I will sit there tapping myself because I'm like, I'm just can't handle it. (laughs) Right. Because I had something really traumatic happen at my very first dental experience. And so this is still sitting in my body and I've been working on it, but it's a tough one because it was very traumatic. So yeah, I love that you could use it, use it every day. You can use it multiple times a day. And the thing is you feel it if it's too much for you. As I was saying, like I, I've had sessions where I've done it myself or when they were, was working with somebody else, when we tapped for like 45 minutes and it was an intense shift and my body was like, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. Too tired. I'll go take a nap or just like cuddle up under covers. But like, you're just fried. Your system is like, I can't, can't do yeah. any more of this release. And um, you stop, but yeah. nothing bad's going to happen yeah. from it, which is what I like. There's no negative side effects. Like the worst is you are tapping on the wrong issue and not much is happening. <laughs> yeah. I love that. 
Well, I feel like this is something we could talk about for forever because oh, I'm yeah. fascinated <laughs> by it. And I, I mean, I can just see all the different areas that it can work in life, but instead of talking about it forever, I will, um, direct the listeners to, to you, where to follow you, how to work with you. Why don't you share that with us? Yeah. So you can go check me out at parentonboard.com. And if you look through the website, I have lots of things there. You can sign up for my freebie vault and that, and it's full of things. One of them is a free EFT handbook where I also have a demonstration in there. Uh, so you can, uh, you know, do that, follow along, do a little demonstration, kind of hear my spiel about EFT, which is going to be similar to this. Maybe there's be a little bit more um, science behind it. Uh, and I have some other ideas for anxiety. I have a, um, a infographic that I made for points. Like, so you know the procedure, like we were talking about where you take your suds, you tap, you check in and what points are there. So like, if you forget I have that there. Um, I have um, another thing that for anybody who's a parent and wants to do this for their kids, I got an opportunity to be part of this amazing collab called the Kids Spiral. And there are 70 contributors there where we all went in and recorded a piece um, of an activity, a tool, something like that, mostly for kids. There's a few things for mom, but they're all out of the box, holistic ideas. I have a tapping for anxiety for kids there as well. It, I explain a little bit more about surrogate tapping and I have a sample tapping session. Um, that uh, collection is available until December 31st and it's only $100 or actually it's $97 for, you know, for 70 contributors. And there's wow. things for picky eating, there is yoga, there's different drawing um, activities like it's a fantastic way to connect with your kids and also to help your kids you know thrive yeah have all these tools so like if you are maybe in an education field or you're a caregiver of any kind this is a great collection and it's sort of something we made for the holidays so I'm very proud of that you can find the link to that on my website as well um, I'm also pretty active on Instagram, uh, parent on board coaching, same at TikTok, parent on board coaching. I try to make some videos, explain some more stuff, try to put out different things. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, parent on board coaching. Like if you have, if you really want to chat with me right away, Facebook Messenger is a great way. I respond pretty quickly because it's on my phone. I'm right there. I'll be glad <laughs> to take any answers and um, answer anything. But yeah, that's sort of what I have and I offer one-on-one -on -one coaching I have different packages I have an EFT only package and I have a package that's specifically for moms for a three-month coaching program so whatever you're looking for um, I'd be very glad to work with you and I can tell you that I have had clients who came in with something completely different and then we ended up working on their business because a lot of their other stuff got cleared out and now they're like oh okay well let's talk business and like what can I do to help myself there and I'm always happy to see how clearing out this other stuff opens up the space for your business and for you to work on it and to work on yourself because that's really my goal with EFT is to help you clear out all this garbage that you store through the years to find you really truly yeah. authentically you and you know allow that person to shine I love that I love that so much yeah it's crazy once we start working this stuff out and clearing this stuff it it's amazing to see how much it affects our businesses and so being mm -hmm. able to clear it and then you can really focus on the good parts of your business and and the true parts of you like just changes everything 
So yeah, I love that. You know, I love everything that you shared today and I, you know, I, I'm just honored. I'm so thankful that you came on and that you commented on that post <laughs> on that Facebook group. Um, I learned. Well, I'm really so honored that you picked me out out of 50 people to be <laughs> on your podcast. And I'm really honored to be able to share with your listeners about this. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I learned so much today. I hope all the listeners did too. I mean, I'm sure they did because because I did. <laughs> and most of my listeners are similar to where I'm at. So um, yeah, awesome. Well, I will make sure that all the applicable links are in the show notes. So you guys can easily um, find Maria and, you know, connect with her or follow her, or learn more from her. Um, but I think, I mean, I think that's it. Do you have any final thoughts or anything at all? Um, Just you know, don't be afraid to get into the muck and really find what the underlying issues are. It might seem scary at first, but it's really worth it because once you know what is at the root of your problem and you heal that, then the problem goes away. So yeah. just something for people to remember. And, and that's about everything. Really. Yeah. So true. It might sound scary, but it's worth it. And it's not as scary Absolutely. as it seems. Yep, absolutely. Awesome. All right. Well, listeners, I hope you guys uh, go have a great day and we will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. It means so much to me that you have chosen to spend just a little bit of your day with me here on Just Like Magic. If you have a specific question that you want me to answer, or if you want to be a guest on the podcast, please send me a message on Instagram so we can make that happen for you. And if you feel called to share this episode, please tag me wherever you share it. So then I can thank you with a freebie that is just going to continue on this amazing work that we are doing. Until then, I hope you have a great day. Go create an amazing life and an amazing business, just like magic.